This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome back to the Stinky Dragon, friend. Your usual, I presume? One unholy wonder on the rocks. Now, where were we? All right, our adventurers made it to the village of Bolderay, albeit with a few less gold pieces, but they came out on top by gaining a friend in Guard Graddle. Or was that Mayor Prattle? Anyway, they encountered a braggart named Brink Tussler, which could have gone better, but somehow they proved themselves worthy of the Infinite Internship. Huzzah! Except, of course, the Infinites are missing. Take a seat and let's continue on our tale. Mayor Prattle has promised to answer any questions you have about the Infinites missing at a later time, though. First, he wants to get you guys settled into your new rooms at the Throne Gauntlet Tavern. He's asked to meet you guys the next morning at dawn at the Infinites headquarters here in Boulder Ray. Uh, he'll give, he's going to give you more details and instructions for you guys and answer any questions you may have. It's the next morning. You're on your way to Infinites headquarters. You climb several stone stairs up to what looks to be the highest point in Boulder Ray. As you reach the final step, you pause to catch your breath. Daybreak begins to melt away a bank of fog directly ahead. The haze dissipates enough to reveal a dirt courtyard that leads up to an L-shaped one-story stone building. There appear to be two entrances. The one to your left is a massive iron portcullis. Straight ahead are a few stone steps leading up to an iron door. A small path shoots off to the right to a neighboring small stone cabin with an iron door. Etched into the center of each of the three doors is a pulsating purple infinity symbol. Uh, hey guys, I want to make a quick note. I did not need to catch my breath. That was a very easy climb for me. I'm in incredible shape. Thank you. The altitude may have something to do with it. The air is a little thinner up here. Still, I think I'm I'm in peak physical condition. Roll me an athletics check. Okay, yeah, sure, I'll do that. That's plus six, and that is a that is a twenty six. That's a nat oh. twenty plus six. Kyborg easily <laughs> does uh, the climb up. Uh, he he is indeed not winded at all. That's right. That's fucking right. I Let's also go. felt like it was a, a pretty easy climb. We zoom out to see that Bart is sitting on Gum Gum's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Bart gives a little pat on the back on Gum Gum and hops off. Mud's, Mud's a, a large boy and is a bit winded by this. So you have a few different options, a few different doors in front of you here. Uh, how do you think you're gonna t- you're gonna approach this? To your left, like I said, is a massive iron portcullis. What's that? What's sorry, a por- portcullis? It's like a uh, bars. You know, yeah. like you ever see like in a castle gate, like when the bars come down in front of the gate. Gotcha. Like that. Straight ahead, you know, is a is an iron door, and then off to the right's a neighboring stone cabin with an iron door. Guys, if you, there's something you should know about Kyborg, which is my name. It's that I always go left. When presented an opportunity, a fork in the road, I always go left. So that's my input. Okay. Are you going to go left then? I, if you guys are cool with it, I, I'm going to go left. Does anybody want to come left with me? Well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, why not just uh, go from left to right? So let's start on the left. If we don't find anything, we'll try the next door. I like the way you think, Bart. <laughs> mud, mud heads over to the right stone door. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just oblivious to the conversation being had. Mud, if you make an L with your your thumb, <laughs> come, come follow us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
I'll deal with the people who are going left first. Dividing the party. I love it. I love it. Episode two. You walk up to the portcullis and you look through it and it looks like these, these are stables. You see that there are uh, stalls for different horses in here. Hey, Bart, you want to watch me lift this portcullis? <laughs> you know, uh, Kyborg, I, there is nothing more in this world I would like to see more than you lift that portcullis. You got it. Go do an athletics check. I'll tell you what. Do... He's looking for the weakest uh, role that I have right now. He's looking at my character sheet and he's like, what, what can medicine. he fail at? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. A performance check. Mm. Roll for religion. <laughs> <laughs> you touch the door to try to raise it and electricity courses through your arms. You take... <gasps> Bullshit. Three points of electric damage. Oh, Jesus. Boogie, woogie, woogie. You're kind of shocked. From the uh, from the electricity, you're you're stuck there for just a second. Okay. All right. Bart sees this happening. Goes, uh, "Hey guys, uh, you you made the right choice. Stay over there on the right. Don't guys come over never here. never go left. <laughs> never go left." <laughs> Once the door is set off and y'all are making some noise and commotion, and Kyborg is screaming from being uh, shocked, the front door the set, the doors in the center uh, open up, and you see Mayor Prattle standing there. He says, "Come in, come in. Quit messing around out there." Mud, mud heads in. <laughs> mud heads in. Does everyone else follow? Yeah, I'm just following mud at this point. <laughs> yeah. I, I walk in, but I'm very careful not to touch any of the walls, doors, <laughs> or anything. Yeah. I, I um, have my fists raised like I'm ready to fight anything that touches me. Bart is, is helping Kyborg navigate his way in so he doesn't touch <laughs> anything. But while Bart's touching Kyborg, uh, the static electricity makes Bart's hair stand uh, straight up. <laughs> You walk in it, into a T-shaped room that's lit by iron sconces. It's uh, furnished with rustic rugs and leather lounge seating. There's a roaring fireplace with a cauldron to the east and a wet bar to the west. Prattle sits down in front of a fireplace in a leather chair that's too big for him. He places an opened envelope on the coffee table in front of him and says, Take a seat, interns, and I'll answer as many questions as I can. I pick up one of the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like that. An incredible display of strength. Excellent job. Bart, yes, you have a question? You know, I'm a very observant fella. I couldn't help but notice uh, some purple uh, infinity stones pulsating on these doors. What, what might those be? Oh, you are very observant, young man. That's Sangria Night. We're world famous for our Sangria Night deposits here in Boulder Ray. It's been the backbone of our mining industry for many years. Until here recently, unfortunately... But we use Sangria Night whenever possible. What makes it so special? Well, you see, Sangria Night is well known for glowing, so we use it for illumination. And it can be slightly intoxicating in certain applications. So it's very versatile. It'll light up a room and get you lit as well. Wow. Maybe, uh, do you have any to spare that we might be able to take with us? Sangria Night? Why, of course! None here, unfortunately. But once we're back at my office, I can provide as much sangria night as you can find. Fantastic. I'm going to go to the wet bar. I'm going to see if I can find any potions. I'm a little shocked by the gate. <laughs> you head over to the wet bar, and uh, there's a variety of alcohol available there at the bar. Do you want to try to pick one up or look at one, or what are you doing? Oh, yeah, sure. I make a Tom Collins. Anybody <laughs> want to drink, guys? Beverage? Beverage? It's not alcohols that we would know here on Earth in the United States. Oh. 
these are these are special drinks. Okay. I'll tell you what, roll me uh roll me a D6 and I'll tell you what kind of uh bottle you pick up. You got it. Kyber picks up the bottle. It shatters in his hand. He takes two more damage. <laughs> three. <laughs> yeah, right. Roll to three. That's a fine bottle of vermouth. It's a derogatory name for a vermouth from the Moonshay Isles that is made from cherries that have been eaten and defecated by a native tree cat. I chug it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. You got it. Five. Eight, I mean. Kyborg is now feeling kind of tipsy. Oh, great. You've got a uh, disadvantage on ability checks until you sober up, Kyborg. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, so so uh, you're, you're, you're actually feeling really good. You don't, you, know, you don't realize this. You're drunk. You feel like you're, you're back to full health. You're feeling 100%. So good. Oh, damn. Wait, am I really? You feel that way. Yeah, All I right. was going to say. Was gonna say. Three points. <laughs> <laughs> you feel. I'm going to yeah. take that vagueness and I'm going to give myself three HP back. All right. Mud, Mud would like to know what we're doing next. He's getting a little bored. Yeah, Mayor Prattle says. Yes, well... What we know so far is that the four main members of the Infinites were taken a week ago. Oh. We really don't know the details of how it happened, but we have an eyewitness, Dr. Acutarius H. Emeritusian. There is also a ransom letter. Sir, it, it, uh, it seems like whoever uh, named these people really was trying to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his name is a mouthful. We just call him Dr. <clears throat> ah. Dr. <clears throat> so he was uh, the only eyewitness, huh? He's a local inventor. He usually provides tech support for the Infinites. He provides equipment and intel anytime they go out on missions. Do you want us to find him? We haven't seen Dr. <clears throat> in a week. He's holding himself up here in the headquarters. We need to get to Dr. <clears throat> and find out what happened and see if he can offer any insight into what has happened here. Do we have lodging? Yes, of course. At the tavern. Oh, okay. Oh, so we got to make that climb every day? Think of it as training. You were keen on training, weren't you, Kyborg? Oh, no, hell yeah, I'm good for it. I just don't know if everybody else is, but... It's just part of the training. Okay. Have to make sure everyone is in tip-top condition. I completely agree. <laughs> and of course, like I mentioned, the ransom letter. Can we read it? He points to it. It's on the coffee table in front of him. Uh, gum Gum goes, uh... <laughs> yes! Chair still with one hand and picks up the letter. All right, Gum Gum, let her rip. Let's hear it. D... Dear, uh, dearest, dear, uh, I am not the, Sound it out. the, I'm not the val, val, villain, merely the goat, <laughs> the, they, infinites <laughs> are no, no butter you got this. than you, me. Or anyone, Elise? Yeah. F for that uh, m mater. Mater. Mm, okay. You all see everyone has skeletons in Skel their closet. Okay. But, oh. we squiggly. If you ever want to see see the infinites again, uh -huh. you'll comb, comb, comb. Very good, very good. And do not donut 
Donut. Worry. Right. Worry about the real. I I I'll <laughs> what what o over theme I looked to Bart for this. All right, uh, let me see here. Sit sincere. Yeah, remember how the C sometimes make a s sound, not a k sound. Sincerely. Very good. Pear, 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 pear light. Got it. Pear Loud light. and clear. Cool. Pear light. Uh, can Kyborg go and, and grab the letter? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh -oh. Dearest, I, I am not, am the, not villain. the villain. Merely the scapegoat. The infinites are no better than you, me, or anyone else for that matter. You'll see. Everyone has skeletons in their closet. But... If you ever want to see the Infinites again, you'll come. And don't worry about the realms. I'll watch over them. Sincerely, Paralite. Come, come. Great job, dude. Great job. Thank, thank you. Who's who's Paralite? Oh, Paralite, the sworn enemy of the Infinites. We uh, we should have figured Paralite was behind this. Oh. Did, you, did you did you not read this letter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paralyte, the sworn enemy of the Infinites. We knew that uh, that this would happen someday. Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> uh, leave that in, please. <laughs> who's who's Paralyte? Oh, Paralyte, the sworn enemy of the Infinites. We knew that this would happen someday. Kyborg walks to the nearest closet to check for skeletons. Is Kyborg an idiot too? <laughs> I'm not very smart. That's a gum gum move. Uh, really excited to be surrounded by these guys for the entirety of our journey. I'm just making sure there's no skeletons, guys. I didn't, you know, I, we got to take every clue into consideration, okay? As Kyborg's walking around looking for skeletons, Mayor Prattle's chair violently flips 360 degrees vertically into a trap door hidden in the floor. The chair comes back to rest in its normal position, and Mayor Prattle has vanished. What the hell? Huh? A robotic voice drones through the lobby. Greetings, interns. It is I, Paralyte. I have now added Mayor Prattle to my collection of prisoners. Come downstairs to find him and the Infinites, if you dare. Ha, ha, ha. Should we go downstairs? We need to save the mayor. We haven't even gotten paid yet. <laughs> I think we're interns. I don't know if we're paid, bro. I think he said we got a two gold stipend. Yeah, two gold stipend a day. Let's check his desk. You're already in debt, so you need it. <laughs> All we know is we need to save the infinites and we need to save the mayor. All right. Gum Gum wants to go and look underneath the chair that he just disappeared. I mean, it looks like a normal floor. You can see that the chair has two little uh, arms that pulled it back uh, into the trap. Can I just rip the arms off? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, ooh, what would that be? Make like a strength check? 17. It's a good strength check. 17. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, you managed to, start to begin like pulling the, <laughs> the chair up and you rip it out from the little uh, metallic arms that had it held to the ground. And so now you're holding the chair uh, in your arms. So, like, can we see into the trap door? Mayor. 
the trap door slid closed after the mayor fell down into it. Is where's where's the stairs? Uh, it's at it kind of in the middle of the room uh, on the north end of the room. Mud starts just slowly jogging down the stairs. Kybor gives chase. I'll, I'll take the chair with me. Both chairs now. Ah, perfect. A more comfortable seat for your friend Bart. <laughs> Bart tries to hop into one of the chairs that Gum Gum's carrying. I lower it down. <laughs> so it's just sitting in a chair in the hallway. <laughs> Everyone starts heading uh, down the stairs into the headquarters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Onward. At the base of the stairs, there's an iron door, which opens easily, but feels icy to the touch. Purple glowing rocks are embedded in the walls every few feet, dimly lighting a descending 15-foot-long stone stairwell. You step into a 45-foot-wide by 70-foot-long frostbitten stone hall, dimly lit by the same glowing purple rocks lining every wall. To your left are three wooden doors every 15 feet with a symbol etched into the center and a single unlit torch over the doorway. The same to your right. At the far end of the hall is an iron door with four unlit torches. Straight ahead in the center of the room is a small wooden table and on top lay a small chest. A chest? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mud approaches the chest. Oh, chest day. Uh, Yep, it's just a small chest uh, on top of uh, a table. You want to try to open it? Yes. The chest is unlocked. Inside, there are three potions, a leather canteen of water, and a piece of paper with a scrawled list that appears to have been ripped in half. Oh. Can I see what's on the list? Yeah. It looks like the right side of the list is missing. Okay. But what you see on on the side that you have is uh, a series of letters written down. It says, write, like to write something down. Uh, Write, fold, brew, feed, water, clean. Bart is a, has a notepad with him and he's writing these all down. This uh, sounds kind of like Coffee Guy, the, the Dragonborn. Maybe instructions for how to make coffee. It's his cold uh, recipe. Right, fold, brew, feed, water, clean. Uh, Mud looks at the potions and sees if he can see anything that he recognizes about them. Yeah, two of them appear to be potions of healing and the other one appears to be an elixir of health. Okay. What you got there, Mud? Uh, got potions. Huh, you gonna keep any of them? I, you can have them. You know what? I'm not. I'm not a greedy fellow. I'll just take one of them. Okay. I will also take one if that's okay with the party. Right. I assume both of you are taking potions of healing and not the elixir of health. I don't know the difference. I'm just gonna take the potions of healing and call it a day. I'll take the healing as well. An elixir of health cures diseases uh, and removes some effects. Ah, got it. Mud will hold on to the uh, elixir of healing. Elixir of health. Health. And gum gum will hold on to the chairs. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a leather thing of something in there? Yeah, there's also a leather canteen of water. I'll put that in my pocket. So, guys, theory, going to throw some ideas out. These unlit torches, do you think if we lit them, then the doors would unlock? Think about it. Hmm. I don't have any way of lighting uh, torches. Okay. Oh, I have a tinderbox. Never mind. Just to reiterate something, it feels really cold in here. Like I said, the door was icy to the touch, and it's much colder than it was in the other parts of uh, the headquarters where you were earlier. There's torches over the other doors, right? 
Yeah, there's one over each of the doors on the side, and then there's four uh, over the door at the end of the hall. And okay. they're all unlit or just the ones over the door at the end? They're all unlit. Oh. That's uh, probably contributing to the cold. Do we, do we want to pick a door and try to light it? Why not light all the doors? Right. Mud, here's the thing. I always go left. It's like it's part of my creed. It's part of my code. <laughs> I say we start on the leftmost drawer. Mud heads to the right door and tries to light it. Okay. The right door. So like when you first walk in, the first door to your right. Yes. This door has a symbol etched into it. It has a musical note etched into it. And over the door is an unlit torch. Try to light the torch, but you can't quite seem to get it to stay. Anybody know how to play an instrument? Gum gum. Well, well, well. <laughs> I just so happen to play a few. What she, she got? I got my drum. I got my lute. I got my pan flute. Gum gum drum. Play, play us a little ditty. All right, let's give it a one, a two, a one, two, three. Kyborg's oh, head Kyborg's head banging. Could Gum Gum pull out his drum and bang along? Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. You got a band going. <laughs> Did anything happen? Not that you can tell. Damn it. Hmm. Uh, what's, are, is Kyborg, are you at the other door? I go to the leftmost door. Kyborg walks up to that first door on the left, and it has a teddy bear etched into the door, and above it is an unlit torch. Mm. Gum gum. I feel like I associate this door with you for some reason. Gum gum. <laughs> Maybe each door represents our archetypes as characters. And we need to stand in front of the correct doors. I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing shit out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Everyone go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, Love no. to. Uh oh. That's a nat one, baby. Four. That's a 12. I did a 9. 21. Whoa. Good constitution, Gum Gum. Bart and Kyborg, you're starting to feel kind of tired because it's so cold in here. Oh, it's, no. uh, it seems to really be getting to you. Time to go nannies. Hey, uh, uh, Gum Gum, do you mind if I uh, snuggle into your jacket there? Yeah, Gum Gum. All right. Uh, Bart <laughs> hops up and uh, wraps his body around Gum Gum. And then uh, Gum Gum zips up his uh, shirt. Yeah, so it's now his head sticking out of my like a little papoose. Yeah, like like a like a little puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Mud walks over to the other door at the end with the four torches and looks at it. So uh, this door, it's an iron door and has four unlit torches around it. There is no symbol uh, in this door, however. There's those two doors we investigated, and then this one, and that's the only doors in the room, right? There, there are no. There are total. Of seven doors in this room. Oh, three shit. on the left, three on the right, and the one at the end of the hall. Okay, yeah. then can can we look at the next one on the right? I think we should maybe try to light the four torches at the end and see if that has like a domino effect for the other doors. Maybe. Okay, then Mud uses tinderbox on one of those torches and sees what happens. It doesn't see. You can't seem to get it to stay. Like you're trying, and it doesn't doesn't gotcha. ignite. It doesn't stay. Okay, maybe if we tried all at the same time, I too have a tinderbox. Let's look at the other doors. Okay. You want to look at the next door on the right, you said? Yeah. The next door on the right, which is more or less in the middle of the room, uh, has a sock etched into it and an unlit torch above the door. Mm. So we've got a musical note, a sock, and a teddy bear. All right. Uh, you want to keep going down and see what else we got? I want to check the other left door, please. 
the next door on the left, which is kind of in the middle of the room, has a potted plant etched into the door and an unlit torch above it. But I think this is you, bro. These are these are all pertaining to things that were on that letter, that little list I have. You can write music. You can water a plant. You can uh, fold. Fold a fold bear. A sock. Yep, you can fold a bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Come, come. I'm very proud of you. Go stand in the corner over there. Uh, you could feed a bear. You could feed a bear. I don't know what we do though with them. How do you? What do we? What do we do? Do we say the mud stands in front of the one with the plant and says water? Oh, I think I know what we need to do. Go. We probably need to light the torches in order of how they're written on this note. Oh, it's a smart one. Okay. Uh, should we check the other two doors then first? Yeah, absolutely. What are they, Kaiborg? That is, there is a symbol of a broom etched into the door and an unlit torch above it. That's a clean. Clean. So wait, so uh, on the left, we have the one closest to us is a music note and then the broom. No, music note's on the right with the sock and the plant. Left is bear, broom, and then an unknown one. No, left is bear, plant, and broom. Oh, I was checking all right ones. I was checking all the left ones. So then there's one more on the right. And I bet it's a coffee mug. Oh, okay. Are you going to check that one on the right? Yeah. Yeah, the one on the right has a symbol of a coffee mug etched into it. <gasps> I'm so go. fucking smart. Intimid- oh. uh, inspiration dies to Kyborg. <laughs> That's right. I'll mark it down. Right? <laughs> All right. So we should try to light them in the order. So, But wait, I tried to light the, the musical note when it didn't work. That's true. Yeah, it didn't quite seem to take. Hmm. Bloody hell. Uh... What if we say the word right as we're trying to light the torch? I guess you work on that with uh, mud on that door, on sure. the first door on the right. Yeah, uh, Bart says right as mud attempts to light the torch, uh, but it doesn't seem to take. Uh... Gum Gum, you got any ideas? Thought we were going to fold the bear. Okay. Okay, Gum Gum's not part of this <laughs> this puzzle. Got it. Uh <laughs> Feet. Have we tried just going into the door? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Can we open the doors? Which one do you want to try to open? <laughs> the music we note. didn't think to open the doors this entire time. I've been I've been over here shaking my head. Like, what do you do with a door? <laughs> All right. Uh, good. Mud uh, tries to open the musical note door. Listen, we're very nervous. Our, our friend just got taken down we're here. Cold. We might be dead. We're very cold. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. You uh, reach to open the door and it is unlocked and the door opens up before you. Yeah, we did it, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for the second episode of Stinky Dragon. Level two, everyone. Gum Gum is amazed. <laughs> <laughs> Seven musical instruments float midair in a circle in this ornate ballroom, each loudly playing one note at a time. In the center with his back to you is a satyr dressed in coat and tail standing in front of a music stand, furiously scribbling on a sheet of music. Gum Gum walks over, still with two chairs and uh, uh, with Bart inside of him. Ah, thank you, Gum Gum, for the ride. I forgot Bart was still inside of Gum Gum. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sirs, uh, hello there. He seems uh, startled at your voice. Oh, what? And then uh, he starts trying to hide the sheets that he was looking at. What are you doing here? Uh, Well, uh, see, the mayor of this town uh, seems to have been taken to the basement somewhere and is being held captive 
by Paralyte. Do you know who that is? That's of no concern of mine. What's, what's your name? Uh, surely you've heard of me. I'm Wilhelm. And all I care about is the music that I'm trying to finish here. I, I'm, try, I'm working on my greatest song, but I can't quite seem to figure out how to finish it. Do you need to finish it with a scream? Yeah, Corbett Kybor comes in and is like, unless you want a Wilhelm scream, you're going to help us out, bro. Bart, you know the music? I sure do. Listen, Wilhelm, I think we could help each other out. At this point, Bart, you notice that there's actually several floating musical instruments in the room, and each plays a single musical note. Uh, there's an accordion, there's a bassoon, there's a cello, there's a dulcimer, the euphonium, a flute, and a glockenspiel. Well, that's alphabetical. I know how to play all of these, absolutely. And I definitely know what each of these instruments do. <laughs> oh. There's there's seven, and you need eight for a whole octave. So what's what's the note we're missing, Bart? I could definitely tell you that. <laughs> Barb is uh, regretting picking a musical character. <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone go ahead and roll me a uh, perception check. Right. Doh. I think we should all just go through the notes. Did you just say dough as a note? 14. What? No. <laughs> Whoa, Gum Gum. Gum Gum got a nat one with a minus one, so his perception is zero. <laughs> he he does not know what room we're in. Uh, don't worry, Gum Gum. I'll be your eyes. Bart got and 24. Yours. Mud got wow. 17. That's impressive. Yeah. Bart, you rolled the highest. Mm-hmm, 24. You notice some lyrics on a piece of sheet music on the floor. And it looks like it's missing a couple of words. Okay. The lyrics read, Oh, my dear, our love is strong. Surely it would last a song. But God forbid the song should blank. How could it ever be replayed? Perhaps the tune need not be vast. Just slow the clock from ticking fast. The song would play till we were blank. Our love would be all that was left. All right, Bart. Use all your musical abilities and your 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 your, your uh, mastery of the of the rhyming scheme and and finish this song frame. All right, here we go. Well, it seems uh, with all of my musical knowledge, I could tell that uh, the song rhymes uh, at the end of each uh, two lines. Mm. And so we need to figure out what rhymes with replayed and what r- r- rhymes with left. Uh. Blade. Kyborg, you like left? <laughs> Additionally, Mud, you notice that four of the seven instruments keep playing together. Oh, which which in- which instruments? The accordion, the dulcimer, the euphonium, and the flute. Uh, fade, fade. Ah, uh, fade. Bridesmaid. But God forbid the song should fade. How could it ever be replayed? It's not bad. When you say fade, the instruments play each letter as a musical note. That's fun. F A D E. Right. So we gotta fit. We gotta figure the last word. Rhymes with left. Theft. The song would play till we were theft. Ah, listen, Gum Gum. Very impressive that you were able to figure out how rhyming works. It's very good, Gum Gum. Theft. Maybe. Uh, is there, is there, is, are there the instruments playing maybe in some more, some more notes? Beft. It's the same ones that are still playing. The accordion, the dulcimer, the euphonium, and the flute. Oh, deaf. 
death. Death. Wilhelm screams, and everything in the room disappears. Oh. It's good, good music. Kyborg goes to check on the outside to see if the torch is lit. Survey says... The torch above the door is now lit with a purple flame. And now, down the hallway, one torch above the door at the end of the hall. is. Oh, thank God. We've only got to do four of these rooms. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Should we go into the, uh, what was it, fold sock? Want to go in the sock room? It seems our work here is done, absolutely. But one more time, let's sing it from the top. Oh, my dear, our love is strong. Surely it would last a song. But God forbid this song should fade. How could it ever be replayed? Perhaps Kyborg the leaves. tune. <laughs> Everyone leaves as uh, Bart's well, no. sing by himself. Gum Gum can't. You're inside of his shirt. <laughs> yeah. Gum Gum's tapping along. <laughs> All right, Gum Gum, you want to sing it with me? Nope, Mud, Mud's heading over to the sock door. <laughs> Do you all open up the sock door and head in? Yep. Yeah. Rusty metal cubes are stacked atop each other along moldy tile walls. Each cube has a circular glass hatch, but only one is open, and it flickers with a faint white light at the end of the room. Wrinkly clothes, many full of holes, are strewn about the cracked tile floor and hanging on lines of rope overhead. A single wicker basket sits in the center of the room. That was a lot to take in. So there's a bunch of clothes everywhere? Yes, wrinkly clothes, many full of holes, are strewn about the cracked tile floor. And then there's a bunch of bunch of cubes Locks? with holes mm-hmm. with like glass hatches. But only one's open. Yes. Okay. Um Kyberg, do you wanna do you wanna go see what's going on with that glowing one? Yeah. I do. Real fast, I forgot to mention that a lot of these rooms are dimly lit. Oh, okay. All right. Like uh, could I could I light my torch? I have a torch in a tinderbox. Okay, yeah. You go okay. ahead and uh, you light a torch. Go, go, Kyborg. When you light the torch... Oh, damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, damn it. A swarm of moths comes out of the cube at the end of the room. Oh. They start flying all around you, swarming you. I th- fling a chair at the cube. As the moths are coming out. You fling your chair, it hits the cube and rattles, and even more moths start coming out. <laughs> Way to you go, want- Gum Gum. <laughs> they're, they're flying all around every member of the party. Oh, God. Oh, that's bad. Put the torch out, put the torch out. Uh, mud, mud stamps on the torch. Once the light is extinguished, all of the moths fly back into the metal cube. Okay, mud, <laughs> mud hear mud me lights out. the torch again. Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> As he does it, I run and go grab. Can I, I hold the, the cube shut? Oh. Oh, mud. Interesting. And I squish Bart in the process. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go. You know what? I like that. We'll say it, we'll say it works. I, I, we, I had not considered that. Uh, you, you go and you close the metal cube and it starts shaking violently. Oh. Uh, and as you're walking through the room to go do that, you hear some voices start speaking to you, saying... Fold us, fold us. Oh, I think we need to fold the laundry. Gum Gum, was that you? I'll tell you what, just to be safe, Gum Gum, go ahead and make me a strength check. To I make was sure waiting you can for him to do that. Yeah, the, the door closed. 13? Yeah, you're holding it. it you're, it's it's taking a lot of effort. Okay. But uh, you, you seem to be able to hold it. Mud comes up to, to Gum Gum and says, I don't know, should I help? Do you want to get out of the, out of the papoose, uh, Bart? Do you want to fold some some laundry? All right, Bart hops out. All right, I'm ready to go. As you walk through the room, you also hear diminutive voices yelling, Fold us! Fold! All right. Uh, I start 
Mud, mud picks up a piece of clothing and folds it once. Bart takes two pieces of clothing with each of his hands and folds them at the Ooh. same time. Each of you, Bart and Mud, make me a perception check. Right. That's a 14 for Mud. A nine for Bart. Mud, you notice that there's a, a, a little piece of paper inside the uh, wicker basket in the center of the room. Oh, I forgot about the wicker basket. There's a lot in this room. <laughs> okay, uh, Mud goes over to read what's in the, the, on the little piece of paper. There's a list of clothes with unchecked boxes. Oh. It reads, coat, tunic, trousers, socks. All right. Uh, Kaibor, find the coat. Okay, maybe that's the order that we put them in, in the wicker basket. Bart, find a, find a tunic. On it. Uh, I'll find trousers. So we I guess we can look around? Yeah. I'll say you guys uh, look around the room and you find each of the items of clothing you're looking for. Okay. Got the tunic. Go, go for it, Kyborg. Fold mine, fold the coat, put it in the basket. All right. And then uh, Bart takes a tunic, folds the sleeves in gingerly, and places it on top of the coat. Gum Gum, make another strength check to make sure you can, you're still holding that door close. Okay. This is rough. 22. That's a 22. Second win, Ooh. baby. Yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you're with uh, Bart no longer nestled up against you. You feel like you have extra strength. You can put extra leverage up against the door. Oh, you mean since he's not carrying another human? <laughs> well, that just hurts my feelings. Bart's got a dump truck ass, and he's just really heavy. <laughs> and that's canon. Uh, mud folds the trousers kind of in a wad of a ball and puts them in the, the basket. All that's left are the socks. I look for the socks. I hope they're not crusty, and I find them. <laughs> Kyborg finds the socks. Why does Kyborg sound like Keanu in Bill and Ted? Found the socks. <laughs> Found the socks. I put them, I fold them, you know, like my mom used to, where she tucks it and they stick together into a ball with like the two little toesies sticking out, and I put it in the basket. Everything in the room vanishes, leaving the room empty and made of stone. Can, uh, did Gum Gum face plant because he was holding the box? <laughs> <Yeah. in> this <laughs> Make a dex check, uh, Gum Gum. 15. 15, that's pretty good. No, you stumble a little bit, but uh, Gum Gum catches himself. He doesn't He doesn't fall. Well done. Good work, Gum Gum. Yeah, Mud goes over and gives uh, gum, gum. gum Gum a nice pat on the butt. Gum Gum. Oh. Wait, did you just cast that spell? No, just, just, that's just, a, that's just a, a, he just wanted to say good job. Okay. Yeah, used, friendly pat. Used to pat my butt. I remember those times. <laughs> should, we, should we find another door? Uh, you step out of the room. And uh, you hear uh, a great booming voice again. Oh no, perhaps I have made this too easy for you and you will defeat me. Ha, ha, ha. I am being humorous, you simpletons. Now, let us raise the stakes, or should I say, lower them. Large metal spikes begin lowering from every ceiling tile into the great hall and they're slowly descending to the ground. Um, this isn't good. I like steak. To find out what's happening, tune in next time. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Make sure you give us a follow at Stinky Dragon Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you like the show, tweet about it using hashtag Stinky Dragon Pod. And down the line, we might choose you to be a character in the show. Uh, we're going to go ahead and be back next week with another episode. So follow us on Rooster Teeth or wherever you get your podcasts.